Welcome. You've joined the Topless Travel Show with Carolyn David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options, and push your boundaries so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are your hosts, Carol and David. Friends, we were minded. We just came to death and go Hey everyone, welcome to the Topless Travel Show. We are here on the beautiful Bliss Cruise, broadcasting on location from the Royal Caribbean Jewel of the Seas. We were in Cozumel yesterday, and we are heading home to Miami with our friends from Topless Travel. Topless Travel brings the travel culture to sexy, open-minded couples so you can explore the possibilities. And I mean, and as we've seen on this trip, all the possibilities while on vacation. Whether you travel to relax or party hard, to get in touch with yourself or your couple to build your relationship or make new friends, or simply hang with compatible, genuine people in a non-judgmental location, we've got the stories to get you fantasizing about starting your next adventure right now. The Topless Travel Show is all about pushing boundaries. And as usual, we will be talking about sex, sexuality, relationships, and all the ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Horny. That's me. That's you, Ann. That's mm-hmm. me. I'm the horniest person in the world. Uh, no. <laughs> no? <laughs> all right. We'll get into that a little bit later. So are you looking to party and travel with sexy, fun, and open-minded people? You know, getting together with compatible couples while on vacation creates lifelong friendships and a whole lot of memories. On today's show, we're going to be talking with some of the topless travel hostesses who are here, not as a couple, not as a triad, but as a quad. And we're going to find out how their polyamorous relationship is structured and how they make it work for all four of them. Yeah, and stay tuned right to the end of the show because I know we're going to get into this um, the crazy fun stuff the they get sex into, and yes. Who sleeps with who mm. and all that. So this is one of those shows where you want to stay till the end. But as we do every show, we want to take a moment to tell you about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. So if you're fed up with sleeping in the wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils and silicone lubes to all sorts of sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely buy it on Amazon. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. You know we're Carol and David. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are so excited to welcome Miyatsu, Skylar, and Freya. Yes, welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having us. Now, as much as we do not like to use labels, sometimes we would say that they're helpful at describing certain situations. And I'm just going to describe you guys as a a polyamorous quad. So we'd like you to talk about the journey of how your fascinating relationship developed over time. Go ahead, Miyatsu. Why don't you start this discussion? Um, So we're not actually a quad. There are... Um, I have a wife in Germany, as some of you might know, and I have a girlfriend back at home, and she's just starting to get to know everyone else, so I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, it takes a minute, you know, I mean, especially when you need some meet somebody new. But I, we all enjoy each other. She loves spending time with all of us, so it'll so be... So there's, there's six pieces to the polyamorous yeah. well, relationship. Um, there's more than that, depending on the time. Like uh, sublet. Like <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there's six of us. Cool. Okay, wow. And so can you tell us how your relationships developed over time, the current six of you today? How long have you known each other? When did these relationships was begin? There, was there a point zero where there was just one of you and then became two? Or did, did two of you join three others? Okay, so um, our husband, Dennis, was he owned a porn company and was traveling back and forth from Denver to L.A., and I happened to, at the time, throw up an ad on... You know, I'm not sure if they're around still, but twowives.com. Okay. He answered the ad and we met and we've been together ever since. Though he was already in a poly relationship. Um, he already had two wives. So So you were his third wife at that time? Um, sure, but we don't really put numbers on okay, them, I guess, yeah. as far as timeline. Yes. yes. Okay. Absolutely. And so how long ago was that, Nancy? A long time ago. But you're so we young. Had, I know, right? But I started young, okay. so it was, yeah, it was meant to be for sure. So you've known Dennis for all those years? I have. Okay, so how long have you known Freya and Skylar? Um, Skylar, I'm, how long have we known each other? A long time. How many yeah. years? Um, I want to say since the summer of 2017. Okay, five years perhaps. Now, Skylar, Skylar, were you in a non-monogamous relationship before, or is this something that this, you've been practicing for a while? Um, this is, this was a first, but this is the direction that I wanted to go because I really wasn't interested in monogamy for even prior to that for many years um uh and then uh we met actually at a i met miyatsu at a uh nude bike wash okay <laughs> so <laughs> you thought about a motorcycle had, bike wash like yeah, that yeah motorcycle okay. yeah yes. and it was so funny because at the time i had uh i had pink hair and i love pink uh -huh. hair okay. unfortunately that'll be the only time I'll have pink hair because I can't do that to my hair again but it was a really crazy time in my life and yeah and, and you, when you met Miyatsu you understood the relationship she was in yes okay and that was something that interested you to join that type of relationship absolutely yes okay. cool. now, now so. growing up were you a sexually adventurous person did you grow up in an open-minded family where different types of sex and relationships was discussed nope nope it was pretty um airtight uh, very Christian upbringing so and what does your family think about the relationship you're in are they happy that you're happy I, I think so yeah okay. they I kind of don't go into details with them okay. because for one it's none of their business right um, and I don't think I don't know no, okay. I, I'm not exactly sure oh, all right. um, but they do they are aware I just don't really go into full details about it. Now, because you're, you're considered each other, your family together oh, yeah. now, right? This is your family. And yes. Freya, what was your journey to meet up with this beautiful group of people? Um, honestly, it was kind of an interesting one because I had actually been following Mia on social media for several years before we met. Um, I, at the time, I was in a monogamous relationship and uh, 
my partner uh, wasn't all too keen about opening it up at all, so I refrained from actually meeting her because I've always kind of felt a connection with her and knew that if I did, that something was going to happen. Now, you were uh, bisexual in, an, in a monogamous relationship, yes. but bisexual. Yes. Okay. And uh, you didn't have a chance to um, actively have a bisexual lifestyle? Unfortunately not. My partner at the time was not very comfortable with it. Um, but once we broke up, I took the plunge and decided to go meet Mia. Um, we actually met on her, the anniversary of her and Dennis's wedding um, oh, cool. at a place called Anderson Farms. Uh -huh. And it was like a fairy tale i mean we basically just saw each other and from that moment on we've been together um nice. i came dressed as freddy krueger to oh. the party which <laughs> happens to be one of her favorite people okay um and we just you can even ask skylar and dennis they uh watched us tap just fall for each other and how long ago quickly. was that this was back in october oh, nice wow. so you were in a relationship you approached your partner and you said, you know, I'd like to bring another girl into the relationship. And he said, no. Yes. He uh, did not really have any interest in going elsewhere. He was a very traditional kind of person. And we talked about it several times, but he just wasn't for him. Whereas me, like, although this is one of my first true polyamorous relationships, um, I've always been open-minded ever since high school. I tried having um, a three-way relationship between my best friend and another partner at the time. I've always tried to dabble in open relationships and I've always known that I've never been truly monogamous. And so when you did meet your partner, your previous partner, did you have a feeling it wasn't going to work or did that feel not quite right for you? Honestly, yes. I always kind of knew that he, they weren't end game for me. Um, we just, as well as we got along together and as much memories that we created, it just was not ever truly right to me. Wow. And not wow. like it was with Mia. You so, know, Freya is your most recent girl. Can you give us a little bit of background about your, your wife in Germany and your other member of your family? Um, Chloe and I met actually in Paris. Okay. I needed directions <laughs> and we had no idea where we were going. We were completely lost and she was kind enough to show us where we were supposed to be and ended up staying with us the whole trip and it just progressed from there and yeah. And we how long ago was that? Oh, well, COVID years don't count, okay. I think. Was it prior to COVID? <laughs> it was prior okay. to cor COVID. Um, a year, year and a half before COVID, I would say. Okay. Wow. Very interesting. And right. then the other member that we don't see here? Oh, um, she's back at home. She had some stuff that she had to do, so she couldn't come. But on the next trip, she'll be here. Okay. Oh, but she's new. Okay. I met her, I don't know, just a few months ago. Okay. But she jumped right in, so <laughs> that's going to work out So great. speaking about jumping in, let's talk about the sexual dynamics of having so many people in love with each other or with someone else within the, the group. Like, do you guys have rules or guidelines or this poster on the wall about how sex happens yeah, between exactly. you. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, there's, it's hard enough having sex just the two of us and then we're swingers and, you know, you bring someone else in, but you guys all live together. So how does that work? Wow. Um, so it is a lot of work, but we don't necessarily have, though it's a good idea. I'm going to write rules on the wall. <laughs> okay, there you we'll go, David. That, but I mean, really the rule for us is just communication and consent. 
and I by consent I mean when we're interested in doing something else um, we always let each other know and you know if one person is not comfortable with it at that point in time we don't do it you know I mean there's always opportunities and your relationships with your partners are the most important thing you and sometimes you know you try stuff and you enjoy it or you try stuff and you don't and we're always open to telling each other that but all of us in bed together is fantastic. Yeah. So, so I'm going to ask what all these guys who are listening want to know. So you guys are three girls and Dennis. So well, that's here on the cruise ship. But yeah, but at okay. home too. Yeah. But you obviously are bisexual, not lesbian, because you like pussy as much as you like cock, I'm understanding, right? Yeah. Do you also... Incorporate but wait, sweetie? do you guys all fuck Dennis too? Like, yes, I don't know. Yes. Are, okay, yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. okay. That was a question. We didn't know the answer. I knew the answer. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we right. fucked. Did you see them in the playroom? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I want to be Dennis. It's I'm been crazy. My name. It's been crazy the past few David, nights. David, Dennis, it's close. But do you also swing and bring other couples in who aren't in your poly family? Um... So, yes and no. It kind of depends. I mean, we have couples that we've played with before. I'm not with all of the girls, necessarily. I mean, I'm a slut, so I fuck. Have you met Carol? I, I have met Carol. So, and I mean, I'm open to fucking. I'll bend over for pretty much anyone as long as it fits the situation. Oh, well, sometimes even when it doesn't, because you can always go to the bathroom. But. So when you guys play, do you all play together? Like, are you all fucking each other? Or do you sometimes have quiet time and or uh, intimate time with one or the other or the other? We absolutely do have, okay. you know, separate quiet time. Uh, you know, for us, it's hard sometimes to manage relationships like that because you really want to give your all right. to your relationship. And that includes, you know, all of us as, as well. And I don't know, sometimes... Some people just need a little bit more time, and so I'll dedicate a little bit more time to them, or you know, whoever they're they're wanting to be with. If they feel like they're missing out a little bit, and sometimes girls just need a break from everyone. I mean, if you can picture, you know, five, six, seven girls all together yeah. at one time, we I need a break from each other. Uh, that's no. my fantasy. And no, there's no real like, there's no textbook to this. Right. So it's really a matter of a day by day it's very fluid mm-hmm. uh, yeah now I understand that you guys got together recently so Freya and Miyatsu you fell in love you became part of this family but do you also love Skylar Freya like how does that work we want to know I absolutely do uh, no, I'm not, I'll be honest Skylar's and I's relationship has been a little bit slower going than what it has been with Mia okay. um, just because we don't always get to spend quite as much time together we're both right. very bu- busy people with what we do um, but I love her just as much as I love Mia it's always a great time spending with her and every now and then we go on our own little adventures just the two of yep. us as well wow. just to make sure that we have that intimate time together so that we can develop our relationship a little yeah. bit further yeah absolutely. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming well, it's not always sexual right you guys are becoming best friends as, as any yeah. relationship should be where it's based on everybody being best friends and learning and knowing about each other correct exactly um, okay so now what happens if you have a disagreement mm. do you have a peacekeeper do you have a referee do you have someone you go is, is that Dennis's role I don't know I'm just asking the question yeah, so do you have a whistle where you say <laughs> all right everybody shut the fuck up <laughs> 
Well, I just yell that out. But no, Dennis is actually the one that keeps us all kind of functioning if we're having issues, if we're fighting, if we can't stand each other that day. He steps in. He's fantastic. You know, Um, he's a great mediator. Yeah, okay. Definitely. I got a question. I I, I got a question. Hang on a sec. We'll get back to all this in a second. But isn't it true that when a whole bunch of women hang together, their periods and their cycles go yes, together? Yes. Does that happen? Yes, wow. it is, and it's a huge pain in the ass. Wow. wow. Just so, saying. <laughs> that's well, when, no, that's no, when you, you really need to angle when you're having your period. <laughs> well, but you know how girls are when yes. they're having their periods. So Moody. A bunch of uh-huh. girls together but that's on cool. their period. That's very yeah. cool. They all get <laughs> so, so, yeah, so for disagreements, Dennis is the one who says girls. Well, you know, and it kind of depends. I mean, I'll step in if I can, you know, the other girls too. Sometimes it's just about um, communication and being somebody... being heard or speaking yeah. up. And it's, it's not about someone spending too much time in the bathroom. Will you get out of there? Um, yeah, sometimes it's what about, what well, it's about too. too. <laughs> it's always the sink too, yeah. <laughs> now, guys, do you all live in one home? Yes. yes. Okay. You've got lots of bedrooms or you really do cram together. Do you have your private space in that home? Yeah. private space we we have we don't all have separate rooms okay but we can sleep together you know by ourselves if we right. want to or need to but we're all in each other's bed all the time yeah. so okay. there's no des- designated ah, spaces at all is there, is there extra room in case we came over to visit and we there's always in? extra room oh, all right. well, well you'll just be piled in with those girls we just made you? eye contact okay sure <laughs> You know, a lot of people do get confused about swinging where you share your partner with other people and polyamory where you actually live and love together. Let's just make a definition change, I mean, a description of what is the difference between polyamory and swinging. I would say polyamory is more about permanent relationships. I mean, I, I tell everybody all the time, every person that you meet, every person in your life, they give you something different. You mm-hmm. get something different from each relationship. Not that that's good or bad, but I mean, you have friends that you want to hang out with all the time, you know, and go horseback riding with. And then, you know, some other person doesn't like horseback riding. So it always gives you an opportunity to, you know, enjoy other things. And it brings so much into your life. I mean, you know, if you have five kids, you don't love one kid More less than, than the yeah. other. Yeah. And I, I have plenty of room. Girls are always welcome um, to join in. And, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Wow, that's very nice. So, oh, but uh, you did ask me a question, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You explained it, the difference between polyamory and swings. Polyamory is more permanent than the swinging is just... Well, and that's true for us. So yeah. everybody's definition and the way that they do poly is different. So it, it really depends on the dynamic of your relationship and communicating and making sure that everyone's okay so Freya being on the bliss cruise like this you guys are all together I'm sure there's been many couples that have approached you guys to play with them have you gone by on your own to play with another couple or do you always stick within your little triad that you, or quad that you were on the ship with 
Um, well, on this ship, I've uh, had a little bit of fun with some other people, but I've mostly just been focusing on um, Mia and Freya, or sorry, my name's Freya, <laughs> Mia and Skylar, um, just because this is my first cru Bliss Cruise right. with them, and I really just wanted to make a lot of memories, particularly with them. Um, but back home, we don't all dabble a little bit. We have lots of fun, constantly inviting other girls back. And Skylar, yeah. is, is, it, is it okay for... Mia or Freya to go play with other people and not have you join them? I would be very disappointed if they didn't invite me. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes, no. it's totally okay. <laughs> no. But you can be disappointed. That's all right. You know, I mean, life is not down. all about roses. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was leading into the question about jealousy. No, no, not really. Is there any jealousy at all? I think sometimes there's well, always jealousy because somebody wants to spend more time with you or somebody's needing something more but we all communicate and figure it out I mean really if somebody is uncomfortable with something they just come and talk about it so Raya, what were you gonna say I was gonna say I would actually call it more of envy rather than jealousy because it's not like we're jealous that they're spending time or we're getting mad at that person that they're spending time it's more like I want my turn I want to have fun too it's more of just like I'm envious of what you guys are getting to do and I want to be a part of it rather than oh I'm mad that you're doing it and I'm not and that you can't go do it without me right kind of thing. so yeah. what what if what if Miyatsu is going down King Skylar's pussy and brings her to this massive roaring orgasm and she's never done that to you before is there a little bit of jealousy like do you want her to like try Okay, I'll tell you, no, she just wants to get in there and lick her pussy, too. <laughs> I was going to say, if anything, I'm just getting more and more turned on that she's getting an awesome orgasm, and now we got to go figure out what my weak spots are so that I can have I just as awesome it. of an orgasm. It's all an adventure, guys, is, okay? So I see that your family is growing with ladies. Is it uh, any opportunity that a man, another man may join into your, into your world? Um, for me, no, okay. not at this point in time. Um, so no. Okay, okay, that's just interesting. Though you know, some we do have um, partners that don't play. Chloe is just about you know this. You and her. This re well, me and Dennis and her. Yes, oh, I see. Absolutely. Okay, the three of you. I get it. Okay. So, but. Everybody has the opportunity to express themselves, to do what they want. Life is all about having a good time yeah. and having a good time with the people that you're around. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you guys have a commitment to each other in some type of ceremonial way or legal way? I heard you were married to Chloe, but you're married to Dennis as well. Are you married to any of the other ladies? You know, um, I consider them all my partners. I think marriage is fucking bullshit. Okay. Yep. I don't need a piece of paper from the fucking government okay. to tell me whether I'm married or not. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, but you're committed to each other. Absolutely, Absolutely gotcha. yeah. Now, is there some type of hierarchy in this whole world? Uh, is there a subdom relationship? Is it? Is, I'm, I don't know, so I'm asking the question, is there some levels inside your family? I would say that, you know, it kind of depends on the personality. So some of us are more quiet and they don't really want to take charge. I'm kind of pushy and out there and doing stuff, which sometimes causes problems, sometimes it doesn't. But I would say there's not necessarily a hierarchy. Okay. All right. And when one of the girls wants to do something and uh, you don't agree, how does that get resolved? 
We talk. Okay. Yep. And so I you, mean, sometimes, you know, you change your mind, sometimes you don't. But within this relationship, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you guys ever talk about building a family, um, having children? Is that part of your family dynamic? Yes, we talk about it. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. Who's, who's going to carry the baby? Um, <laughs> okay. It that depends. How about that? It depends. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Very, very interesting. All right. We're just going to ask everyone to hang on a second because this is so, so, so interesting. Uh, we just want to remind everybody that this is the Topless Travel Show. We're Carol and David. And hey, let's talk about the next trip that we have coming up with Topless Travel. You know, um, Topless Travel is absolutely the best. Uh, the girls here are um, have been host couples here on the um, Bliss Cruise. Yeah, that's where we are. We're looking outside and there's a few waves there today. Um, and, and really, Topless Travel um, puts on the sexiest and most erotic vacations ever. And you really, if you're going to travel, you need to book with them. From Hito in Jamaica uh, to Desire in Cancun, the Bliss Cruises, Topless Travel really should be your number one choice. And you know, the trips and events are all about the people and their sexy, fun experiences. So we're going to shout out to all the sexy host couples, and including our beautiful triad that we have here that we're chatting <laughs> we with today. we got to shout out to Mark, Crazy yeah. Mark, Party uh -huh. Mark. He always makes sure that the, the fun is there, and they want to ensure that you're having one hell of a sexy vacation. And like on this Bliss Cruise, you'll find us at many of the topless travel events and listen up. Um, the Desire Takeover in October and the Bliss Cruise in November are already sold out. And if you don't want to miss the biggest lifestyle party on the high seas, then you need to grab your cabin for the April 2023 Bliss Cruise. Um, it's going to be on the Celebrity Summit from April 17th to 22nd, 2023. And as usual, we're going to be broadcasting live from the ship. So come join us for the week. We'd love to meet you, maybe get you on our show. But the cabins are selling out quickly, so go book your cabin now. For sure. So for more information about this trip or any of the Topless Travel events, you just have to go to thesexylifestyle.com and click on the Topless Travel Events link to book the most sexy and most erotic vacation ever. Ever, ever, ever. Alrighty. So let's get back to the show. You know we're Carol and David. This is the Topless Travel Show. And we're having a interesting exciting oh, exhilarating informative erection creating discussion <laughs> with Miyatsu, Skylar and Freya um, who are hostesses here with Topless Travel um, so when you guys well I, I don't even know if I asked this earlier on but did you have you always felt like a polyamorous relationship is where you're gonna feel the most comfortable in life is that something that you've always felt how about Skylar tell us about your feelings Honestly, I had no idea. I just kind of went into it with an open heart, um, and I found way more amazing things than I ever could have imagined. And you were bisexual prior? Yes. Okay. Are yes. you consider yourself lesbian or bisexual? Bisexual. Okay. So you also have sex with Dennis as well? Yes. Okay. But it, me and Miyatsu uh, dated first for a while, um, right. and then slowly... I mean, it wasn't like a requirement that I had to be a part with, be a partner to Dennis. But then that just happened so naturally and organically, it just fitted right in. Wow! I mean, I think he pun must intended, be an man, to be able to look after all of you girls so beautifully. <laughs> and growing up, did you start having sex at a young age? Actually, no. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> but um, I, I consider myself a late bloomer. Um, and did you start with a guy or a girl? 
a woman, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Or a, a girl. Was not it a woman. was it good the first time, or was it? Just it was just. I'll show you mine if I show you, you know. Yeah. If you show me yours, type of thing. But I've had a couple of girlfriends um, at a pretty actually. Yeah, it was a pretty young age when I consider. I don't know why I was considering like sexual relationships. Um, with men as that but now, yeah you, it, it have, started with women have you had a relationship girls. with a man prior to joining this uh, polyamorous family oh yeah yes okay yes. oh interesting yeah. interesting do you prefer pussy or cock <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes a thousand times yes alright I so love fun. that answer so on a couple shows ago I don't rem- remember exactly when it was we spoke with Sumati Sparks and she is a polyamorous sex coach she talks to uh, re- people who have a polyamorous relationship if they uh, are either having difficulties or whatever she's a sex coach but she also gives workshops and her workshops are on she three lives in Hawaii yeah oh, there's oh, three awesome. very important topics in the workshops that she gives one is about communication two is about jealousy and three is about ask for what you want so you guys in this beautiful successful polyamorous relationship how would you say you guys handle the communication the jealousy and ask for what you want does it just come natural, perhaps? Go ahead, Priya. I don't think it comes natural. I think it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Every relationship that you have is a lot of work. It is. And try, you want to give your all. You want to try to put everything you have into it. And it is a lot, a lot of work. And it is about communication. And sometimes, especially when you're first you know, becoming involved with someone, you're not even really sure what you're asking or why you're feeling that way. So it's a learning process. Wow. Yeah, but, absolutely. But any relationship, even a monogamous one, relationships are hard work. Mm-hmm. And sex is a very important part of relationships. And having all these extra people who have different personalities and different DNA. And different sex requirements, yeah, right? I mean, uh, you guys are, are incredible. Oh, well, thank you. We thank appreciate you. you saying that. But do you guys have sex all day, every day? Like, how do you satisfy all so many girls? If the girls? answer is yes, I'm coming <laughs> to live with you. <laughs> I mean, we all want to know how often you guys have sex. How about that? How often we yeah. have sex? Yes. Um, once a day, if okay. not more. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah. So a commitment together at least once a day. And is yeah. morning, noon, or night your favorite time? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it Yeah, yes is my answer. <laughs> okay. But, you know, we don't all, like, all four of us have to have sex every day. You right. know, and we're always with our other partners, our friends. Sometimes we just watch with each other benefits. have sex with ourselves. Sure. sure That's absolutely. always fun. Let's and do you guys watch porn or not? Uh, yeah. Okay. That uh, turns yeah. you on? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but let's, let's get back to self-pleasuring because it's an important part yeah. of anybody's um, sexual li- sexual livelihood. I feel like it's self-care. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. And it's not selfish. Nope. Because it's required. We all need. <laughs> we all need to look after ourselves. But don't you find, uh, Freya, that it's very hot watching someone else masturbate? Absolutely. I think it's probably one of the sexiest things that a girl can do or guy. Um, but it's just something that. I like watching what they do so that it helps me learn what they like to feel and what pleases them the best because, I mean, everyone knows themselves the best. You know what you like. You know how to do it. And if you're watching someone else pleasure themselves, then it's a great opportunity to learn exactly what they want you to be doing to them. So Carol loves watching me masturbate. Why? Oh. Uh, why do I like watching? Because yeah, it's hot you get sexy. very turned on. Yeah, I don't know exactly the why about it, but um, 
I just find it hot. I, I do it. too. Yeah, I love to right? watch, and I yeah. love to watch guys jerk off. I mean, I don't know what it is about. Well, you know, it's just like a girl self-pleasuring. It's a guy self-pleasuring, and then that cum shoots out, and mm-hmm. you know, on your face, all mm-hmm. over you. Or, you want it. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. waste cum. I know, right? But, but Carol, over the years, has learned how I like being pleasured. And at, when we first met, I mean, you love giving head, you love giving blowjobs, and. You know, I, I told you I prefer wet, I prefer fast, I prefer hand, I prefer mouth. And then with all the different educators we've had on our shows, over the years, even though like you were like the best blowjob person I'd ever gone out with, you've gotten better. Oh, yay. Just, <laughs> oh, Practice yay. makes perfect. I was wondering where that was going, but I'm really happy. And, and, no, absolutely. And, and on the other side, you know, I watched Carol play with herself, and we're going to talk about squirting in just a second. But there were some things that I didn't know about her. I mean, she liked... Yeah, but there was things I didn't know, too. I discovered a whole lot just by doing it, you know, maybe with a, par- with a partner who's watching. You pay more attention. Like, you just do it automatically when you're alone, right? But when someone's watching, I feel that you, you spend more time or you're more aware. Absolutely. Maybe you're more Absolutely. present when someone else is there. So, um, you know, most women come with clitoral stimulation. Are the three of you like that? or Nope. Just I am not. Your penetration? I will say I am not like that. So I have to have Do you guys both. use a strap-on? Do you put a dildo inside? What do you do to yes. be full? Okay, all <laughs> <Yes>. of those <laughs> We have a huge toy box. Um, you know, like a kid's gigantic toy box? Yeah. And we, I think we're going to... I think, need, I think actually, we need another one. Like, I'm going to buy a tool chest, a gigantic <laughs> tool chest for like in your garage, and we'll just fill it with toys. <laughs> Each little level is going to be a new toy that we can have fun with. Just pick a door. You guys we'll need a sponsor. One. You need a sponsor company to send you all their toys. Yes, <laughs> send me your toys. Yes, and is, we will have all the fun with them. And is one of you the more dominant one wearing the strap-on? Uh, I yeah. love wearing a strap-on. Yeah, I would there say you go. Skylar and Skylar. I really are the dominant ones in that way, uh-huh. for sure. Oh, they're kissing. Hunt. <laughs> Will you wear a strap on? Never. You know why? No. Why? I, I want to know. It is it a lot is. of work. Yes, yeah. it is. But it feels <laughs> good to me too. Well, you know, you know when I've I never fucking hurt, tried it, just so oh. you know. Carol, it's you're, the you're power try so many other things, me. and you're right? those blowjobs. It just seems jobs like so I've much heard. work. I'm just saying, I'm gonna thrust ten times, and I'll be done. Like well, then that's, that's not okay. Fun. Sometimes that happens with guys too. Okay, right? Sometimes they don't even make it to ten. <laughs> We're not talking sometimes. about you at all. No, Nate. not at all. We love a good pillow princess. Right. That's me. <laughs> but yes. but anybody could do her with a strap on. One of my fantasies is Ooh. a woman doing Carol with a strap on and me doing them at the same time. I don't We've know. done that. We've done it that. works yeah. great. Yeah. Now, what about DP? Do you guys? Are you into it? Two of you put on a strap on? Some of us do, some of us don't. I mean, I'm really into it. I would say the other girls are not into it as much as I am. I love to be fucked in the ass. It's one of my things. Uh, Even with the strap on? Yes. It's not too hard? No. No? I mean, lots of lube, but... I'm. Isn't I do it so much that it makes it not. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. Interesting. And what about double vag? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Freya. That's one thing I actually haven't gotten to do yet. Oh, so uh, I like watching it on porn, though. What yeah. the ass or the double vag? Double vaginal. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love yeah. participating in double vag. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> we could do it together. You wear the strap on. 
Okay. And we'll do Carol. Okay. Now, what about fisting? Do you girls fist hey, each whoa, other? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, we've, we've moved on from there. We've moved Jeez. on, Dave. Yeah. He keeps including himself in all We have of one this. more night in the playroom. <laughs> <laughs> we can do relax, it. Relax, relax, relax. It's cool. You know, what about we try, fisting? We try and experiment with everything. Okay. I would say... Um, the girls not are not really into fisting as like one of their main sexual interests. But it's you've tried it, Brian. Yeah. Do you like it? Um, I thought it was all right. It wasn't something that was a mind-blowing orgasm for me, but okay. I still really enjoyed the experience. And it was a lady who did it to you? Yes. With small hands? That'd lots be of me. Lots of small loose hands. hands. Skylar, what would you, do you like being fisted? I have never been fisted. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Is it something you fantasize about or not even? Not really. I know you like penetration, but you don't like that real fullness? Nah. Okay. Interesting. There you go. All right. Huh. What about squirting? Who squirts? I do. Okay. I do. What? what? I didn't squirt. Oh. He said, who squirts? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, Skylar does sometimes, but... It's like very, very little, and I have to be yeah. in a specific special place, and I never know when that is going to be. It's just a surprise. If it happens, it happens. So. Okay, what about Freya? Um, I've done it a handful of times. I really have to be pretty turned on for me to squirt, and uh, Mia here is pretty damn good specialist in making it happen so I, I think it takes time when you do it often it, there's that mic um, muscle memory almost and it can just happen I can sit here and just tap my clit and I'll squirt so we were in the playroom last night and you want to talk about the the puddles, the puddles, the puddles, that puddles. You made? even though there's towels everywhere and the, thank goodness the mattresses actually get cleaned and sterilized after each use uh, but yeah we made a pretty big mess last night that's why we sell a waterproof sex blanket right I was just gonna say we're gonna have to get one of those we, you know, we have um, the waterproof cover on the, all of the beds, but a waterproof blanket sounds pretty fucking we'll, awesome. We will send, we'll send you guys, and we might have to send you several because it seems like you might be able to use them all. <laughs> <laughs> if we can't use them all, we'll figure out a way to make it happen. Is that what this card is right here? It is. <laughs> we just yeah. uh, take that. Yeah, back. exactly. <laughs> but last night you were super turned on. We were playing with a really hot couple. Mm -hmm. And, and he wanted Carol to put on a show. Well, it's kind of like a party trick where, you know, I can just make it happen. So the thing is fun. And then, then I get more turned on because he's getting turned on. And then just more and more and more squirt comes. And, yeah, I call it a party trick. But it's really fun. <laughs> Sexually fun. I mean, you know. <laughs> so let's get back to orgasms. I was asking you guys before. And it was like, uh, yes, penetration. Yes, clit. Yes, clit. But who has the loudest orgasm? I think it depends on how hard we're coming. Now, with you here, one girl, orga you know which one's orgasming, right? Skylar's pretty loud. <laughs> I was waiting I for that. Too, I was like, Skylar's I think it's me. <laughs> But so you don't you don't compete ugh. over that, right? You're not trying to make the loudest orgasm. It just no. yeah, it just happens to be you. And honestly, whenever I moan, it my own moan turns me on. Like yes, it's the animalistic uh, response. That's, Oof, yes, yeah, it's primal. So, so Skylar, what does uh, Miyatsu sound like when she comes? I say, <sighs> oh fuck, oh fuck, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> it's a religious experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> And if you make her come really hard, it just becomes a jumble of words because she can't even finish them. <laughs> a lot of heavy breathing. Don't tell those secrets. Oh, come yeah, on. No, we're all here to splurge the secrets. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> is, she, is she a mover and a shaker when she comes? Oh, definitely. She uh, just tightens up her entire body, and it makes it all the much mm. more better. And is she the type of person that if you have a couple of fingers in her pussy, she's, like, pushing them out, like the, the pussy contracts? Yes, and she gets so... 
fucking wet. Oh yeah. Nice. So wet. Nice. <laughs> Carol does a crocodile roll. That's what we call comes. the crocodile roll. So it's a roll over like this. It's an intense. <laughs> and he holds me down and he stops me from turning. And right? then I say one more. <laughs> oh, my clit is so sensitive and I stay on it just gently. And another one rolls down yeah. and then she spends. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of funny because when we're fucking, I'm pretty loud, but when I'm ready to come, I hold my breath. I really like to be choked. Oh, okay. So I think it kind of... It reminds know, you of that. Absolutely. It turns you on. Okay. So if I'm fucking and then it gets really quiet, yeah. they know it's coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, actually, I used to hold my breath too, but we actually learned from some yoga people. We, in, we uh, Tantra. Tantra. Tantra people, that's mm-hmm. exactly right, who we interview, that if you do shallow breathing instead of holding your breath, it helps the blood flow and then the orgasm to come. And I tried that, and just by doing that, I made more focus on my orgasm and that I could control it more. You're more present yeah, and centered. Yeah, more present yes. with my breath. So I do that now, and that really helps to make it come, because the last thing is you don't want it to fizzle away, right? Oh, that's you want, the worst. I know, it's the worst. You want it to come <laughs> and then reach climax, and even if you can do it slowly, so maybe holding your breath, you're slowing it down and edging a little bit. And then it comes out massive. That might be actually what's happening with you. I am learning so many new things today. <laughs> I am going to try that. And I learned from David that microphones do not go in your pussy. Really? <laughs> I know. That's what I oh said. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We want to hear what you're saying. Well, I guess you can put it in your pussy. Oh, oh God. God. Please, no. Maybe that one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I think if it fits, it can go in. So, there. girls, does size matter? You're yes. fucking the guy. Yes. Yes, Skylar. Have you seen my tattoos? Yes, I have. I have. I have. I, have. I get an erection looking at your tattoos. <laughs> Skylar, does size matter? Um, honestly, it just I just need three inches. Okay. All right. What about girth? You like it thick? Yeah. I yeah. Freya? I'd have to say girth definitely matters a lot more than length, but at the end of the day, it's all about how you use it to me. Yeah. Like if you yeah. if you don't know what you're doing, it doesn't matter how big you are. Yeah. Yeah, I like all cocks. All cocks are good cocks. All cocks. That's what I Carol. say. All cocks are good cocks. You like my cock? I love your cock. He's you a, he's got an average white cock. A-W- I have an AWC, yes. not a BBC. I have but it's an still my favorite cock in the whole wide world. Yeah. Dennis yeah. is my favorite. There you go. Well, I'm probably for all of them. Yeah. Now, I've got a few giant dildos. I've got a 14-inch, um, I don't even know how wide that might be, uh, in girth. But when I get hot and horny and I put that in, I'm like, I'm just squirting and coming and squirting and coming. I love the fullness. And I'm tapping my clit and with this big giant dildo inside, I can like go crazy with that. Ooh. Have you guys tried the womanizer? Yes, yes. I love it. So, so Carol has it as her favorite toy. But it's more intense when she has the womanizer on her clit and I put three fingers into her pussy. Or four. Or dildo. Yeah. Fills it up. I mean, it's just, the orgasms are incredible. So if anybody wants to send me a new one, um, I've had mine for a while and it doesn't charge up as much as it did before. Yeah. I need one too. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Make that three. (laughs) How about fantasies? What are you guys? Obviously, are very sexually energetic, crazy sex fiends like most swingers on this boat. Um, what are some things that you guys haven't done that you'd like to try? Well, me and Miyatsu have been talking about putting Freya in a trunk. In a trunk? Yeah, because she fits. Keep going. I'm okay. good at fitting in boxes. <laughs> wow. And then what are you gonna do with her? <laughs> Whatever we want. Exactly. <laughs> Drive around for a little bit. 
she might wet herself. That'll be fun. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Freya, fantasy. We'll pull her out and use her and abuse her and put her back in the box. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> There's not a lot of fantasies that I have so far that we haven't already done. Um, there might be a handful of role play ones okay. that we still want to do. Um, I'm, I'm always a glutton for schoolgirls. Okay. And Mia is probably one of the better schoolgirls that I've ever seen. How about ever. a librarian like Carol? I think it's always the quiet ones. Have to make that getting now. better and better. Right? <laughs> the way you're talking about how you like to play with yourself is such a turn on, by oh, the way. Oh, cool. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you like penetration, it, that's why I was wondering if that's what you like to be full, full. Well, um, I, I had said that I like both. Okay. Yeah. Like I just okay. having both stimulation because, I don't know, like I... I was I was 24 when I discovered how to make myself come, uh-huh. and so which is mostly with a dildo or with your fingers the, on the clit, the G spot okay. and the clit. All right, both stimulated. Yeah. Um, so because really, what happens when your pussy is full is that you're pressing your clitoris from inside, uh-huh. and then when you touch it from the outside, you're actually squeezing it and stimulating the clitoris from both sides. That's what the fullness does. It really presses mm-hmm. your clit from the inside. Most people don't know that it's you know it's an organ about three or four inches is big and when it gets erect it's, it gets even much bigger than that and so when you push from the inside that's when you have your biggest orgasm well I mean inside and the outside for me so yeah that's how it works for and me and Carol loves when, when I love eating pussy and when I go down on her you know a lot of guys they go right for the button and they stick on the little head and they lick on it but if you if you go all the way down the sides of the labia where the, where the clit hides in between and you start sucking it from the bottom part all the way up the legs of the clit go all the way down there and Carol you, you can see the pussy just get full of the blood and the arousal and that's when you can create an orgasm going right for the button you know what, what's your expression about the elevator oh yeah it's like it's not an elevator button you know the more you press it the faster it comes it, it doesn't do doesn't that like that, that game that, that <laughs> the Mark clicker, right? I was the like this game. is not the same okay <laughs> I like to take my time thanks yeah, yeah exactly. but, but you know guys or girls if you're going down on a pussy take your time put some lube get down near the anus and 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 massage the legs of the clit and work your way up stay away from it and then when you're ready to go you know it might be women take what 20 minutes to get around yes no guys is 20 seconds oh i know but don't do that to the guys because they want you to go right on the cock. No, like, no, don't no, wait no. It I out. like being teased. Oh, please. I like being teased. Still want the tease is where it's all the fun. Absolutely. That's how you get the better orgasms. Yeah. If you don't have any of the tease in it, then it's just going to be a mediocre. Yeah. Now, right. do you guys do massage? Do you have a massage table at home? Do you like touching and feeling together? Do you guys do mutual massage? I absolutely adore giving both of these beautiful ladies a massage. <laughs> that is one of my favorite things. I love getting to run my hands up and down their bodies, feeling you every do, little um, inch. Um, massage oil or coconut oil? What is your favorite? I use uh, a grapeseed oil. Nice. Yeah, beautiful. So, yeah. And, and Freya, do you like put this oil all over your tits and massage their backs? You go tit on tit. I mean, you know I have to use my full body to give the Absolutely. massage. I can't just do my hands only. It's got to be everything. <laughs> now, Sorry. let's talk about King. Wait, did we finish fantasies? Have, have we shared? Oh, we didn't hear one from Skylar, Yatsu, that's Skylar right. didn't share a fantasy. Yeah, putting putting Freya in a box. Yeah. Oh, the box. Yeah. Okay. I was the only one that shared a fantasy. Okay, then let's get on with the next one. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's go ahead. <laughs> so, fantasy. Um, I don't know. I've pretty much done 
everything that really, I can man, think so of. I'm shocked to hear that. So if well, you guys you have any suggestions. Us. <laughs> yes. us. But I've already done a couple. So yeah. isn't a fantasy really like something you haven't done? Because be. I fantasize. Yeah. Uh-huh. It could be something you haven't done. But even if you've done your fantasy once or twice, you still can fantasize about it because it can but stay in But what your about head. a couple with the guy who has an amazing sense of humor? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. You, you, really, I like guys, girls, guys, not girls. You know, um, it just depends on the person. I, what I don't like is assholes. Okay. okay if you're you go. going to be a douchebag, I don't want to talk to you. Right. Guy, girl, it doesn't matter how pretty right. you are or how big your cock yeah. is. It's irrelevant. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What about kink, BDSM? What type of scenes do you guys do in, in that realm? You know, most of the girls are, they like some of it, but they're not super hardcore into it. Hey, but, you know, it. putting someone in a trunk and driving around <laughs> is a little bit kinky, <laughs> just so you know. Absolutely. <laughs> would you put that in the BDSM yes. category? Yes, yes, I would say. Because it's, so bond, have, it's like bondage. You're, you're keeping her trapped in one okay, place. So it's okay. like a bondage fetish. Control, but I'll, I'll right? duct tape her, too, before there I go. So definitely bondage. <laughs> And, and who amongst the three of you would prefer would be to be the, tied down? Yeah, would be the dom, and which one would be the sub to do the well, fun play? Probably be Skylar and I as the doms. I mean, yeah. okay. we're and a little bit more... And Freya, would you like to be tied down? <laughs> yes. She I, I definitely like being tied down. Um, I tend to be very submissive in the bedroom a lot of the time, but every now and then I like to come out of my box and uh, I, be there's the, dom the box. As well. There's the box. <laughs> now, do you guys do? Uh, have you ever done even fun like heat or cold play with an ice cube or yeah. candle wax? So there you go. So that's oh a little God. bit of the BDSM as well. Well, I was just picturing like up on the cross, oh, right. okay. getting spanked, yeah. getting flogged. See, that's why we like to bring it out because people don't realize they're actually into BDSM. Even on a minor part, even putting on little handcuffs and oh, having absolutely. fun with it. That's a little bit of BDSM And you know, right we, there. we did a show with Jaylene Bennis, who's from uh, Bondissage. And she, would, she she teaches people how to teach people to do erotic massage. And but she, while you're being bonded, during bondage, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Being tied down or sometimes, you know, if you, don't, if you don't have the things that... Who is no, this again? Her name's Jaylene Bennis. And her brand is called Bondissage. So it's matching bondage together with massage okay. therapy. And so, uh, well, I practiced it on David. She taught me how. I'm telling the story. I'm telling the story. No, I'm telling the story. Your hands were tied. No, my hands weren't tied. She said, pretend your hands were tied. uh, He had a blindfold and earphones, so he could not hear. I did not have a blindfold. My eyes were closed. Or touch anything. Hello. Go ahead. Yes. And so the, the whole goal here was to teach people how you can have a kinky experience without buying all the stuff. So she gave Carol in advance a list of things that everybody has in their house to use like a feather duster like a spatula. a spatula you go in your kitchen drawer and you can find all sorts of things that you know could give a different sensation but the best one oh, yeah. was the electric toothbrush so you take an electric toothbrush oh, and you turn it over shut up. and so the you back put end. it on my perineum and she had it there vibrating while she was sucking my cock and it was like my cock was a vibrator oh, yeah. just with an electric toothbrush right. so you don't have to go out and buy all these extravagant things there's things in the house and the mind is amazing. So when she said, pretend that your hands are tied, I stayed there move. for an hour yeah. and did not move. Yeah. And that position where you feel like you're restrained, it's, 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 your brain is totally focused and she had you know, nice music going mm-hmm. on. And the earphones, I couldn't hear what Carol was doing, so I, I had to 
You didn't know where, the, where I was coming next, right? What sometimes I would be working on his chest with different sensations. No, what about, what about your pearls that you froze? Oh yeah. And then you uh, slid them down my ass. And even big chains, you know, like a chain necklace in the ice cubes. And then you just put the chain and you just drag it over the chest. And he doesn't know where I'm coming next. It could even be the soles of his feet next, and then then his balls next. And and his brain was going like crazy. We did it for two hours, and he said, "It's yes. over already." I go. It's been two hours. What? And then, and then she gave me a hand job, but I was on my stomach, and I An lifted up it up, my ass up, and she grabbed my cock and pulled it the other way. And then I was stroking it down. What an unbelievable yeah. sensation! Yeah, and because of probably the pressure from that yeah, exactly. angle. Yep. Exactly. But this was a. Uh, um, What's her name again? Jaylene Venice. Yes, thank you. This was uh, Jaylene's instructions. So she was on video instructing me what to do to David, but he could not hear yes! or yes. see. And so I was doing all of those things and learning how to do that. It was very cool. I love that. So oh we, my God. we love learning new things. And, you know, th we're, we're not big into the kink BDSM world and some people say hell that's not for me I'm not into pain but this was more sensation but play. there was no pain yeah there was, it was sensation play so you know you guys were saying that you know you're not into it but putting Freya in a box <laughs> you know it's just fun we're just laughing and, and let me guess <laughs> when you open the box that's when she comes out oh yeah. Yeah. I like to pop up and say peekaboo <laughs> We could just leave her in there, throw a few scraps of food, some Cheetos, some water every a vibrator, yeah, electric toothbrush. <laughs> there, that's it. It's all she's got. <laughs> all right, you know we're um, we're we're coming to the end of the show. We have um, a couple of questions that we'd like to end the show with. Um, let's start with Freya. What is one of your most memorable sexual experiences? It doesn't have to be necessarily with the girls, but it can or, or be. It, and even if it was on this cruise ship to this week, maybe it was that. Um, I'd have to say probably one of the most memorable se uh, sexual experiences we had was probably when we were in Vegas. Um, it did involve the box. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, okay, that's where the box comes in. Oh, the box is a lot of fun. They, uh, part of what started the box wasn't even something sexual. We just purely wanted to see whether or not I could fit in it and if we could wheel me down the lobby without anyone asking questions. <laughs> and uh, the answer is yes. Were you yeah. naked? Of course. Okay. Okay. Where's the fun if I'm not? Okay. <laughs> um, but it. Uh, so it when you got down to the lobby in the box, then what happened? Nothing really. We just kind of wheeled around and then we wheeled back up. Okay. All the while building the anticipation of everything. Uh -huh. They uh, let me out after I got to listen to them having some fun of their own. Uh -huh. oh. I didn't get to see it, but I could hear all oh, the fun. Even and, more uh, so I'm in there building up all the anticipation. <laughs> They're having fun. And then they finally let me out, and it just was an absolute wet mess. Wow, that very turned cool. into one of the best orgasms I've ever had. Nice. Wow, that's right. a great story. Right, I love Skyler, that. your turn. Okay, so let me take you back to my 27th birthday. <laughs> Miyatsu just crawled under the table. Miyatsu and Dennis <laughs> takes me to... I am the king. Yes, they take... <laughs> Um, they, they take me to London and Paris, and we spend my birthday uh, in Paris, and so um, we were at this, what restaurant was, uh, the bar, what was it called, do you remember? Oh, goodness, I don't remember. It's okay. Anyway, it was, yeah. a, it, was, it was a great night, but I, it, it was a, like a restaurant bar, and um, I swear, like, 
we'd, we'd have a drink and then we're like, okay, we're going to the bathroom. So we play in the bathroom and we come back out and then we go, okay, we're going back Wait, to the bathroom. Wait, the three of you or just two of you? Uh, me and Miyatsu. Okay, the yeah. two of you in the bathroom. Yeah, uh, and okay. then it, I think, how, how many times do we go in there? Like Too many for me to remember. I know, it was at least... Ten times that night. Wow. We just kept and so tell us a little bit about one ex- one time, what happened in the bathroom. Just details. Oh, I'm just getting on my knees, in the stall. sucking on her pussy, uh-huh. and we switch, uh, and then we're just nice. kissing, making out. Nice. Did anybody come? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, but did anybody come in and see you? Like, did Oh, come come in? Yeah. No, no, that wasn't my question. Oh, okay. Did, to know did anyone orgasm. see you in the bathroom? <laughs> that was my question. Yeah. But <laughs> that was the fun of, of it, being, right? Like, the risque part of it too. Okay, sure, so public sex yeah. is a big turn on for a lot of people. Yeah. Your turn. Now she's she's going back into all her <laughs> archives about <sighs> sexual experiences. Mm. Um, you know, that's a hard question. It's a lot to choose I from. Love first. Okay. Anybody's first. Yeah. So anytime I can do that, that's. That's what I like. And, you know, the first time you have sex with a partner, you know, the first time I've had sex with, you know, Dennis, with Skylar, with Freya, it's, you know, all of that anticipation and you know you want it and you want to get in that pussy or you want to suck that cock. (laughs) And then it happens. I think that's, yeah, that's definitely my, I don't, it's not one one memory specifically, but... I have to agree with you because that's one of the reasons we swing and you come on cruises because you get to meet different people and every night is exciting because it's a, like you said a different pussy different and it can hits, be a new experience every time if that's what you want to do and then all of a sudden you, you bring another couple in and this couple you were with the night before the dynamics change so you were just mentioning that you have a fantasy that you didn't share with us earlier go ahead so I like um Relatives, I guess, brothers, sister, brothers, father, son. Twins. Oh God, twins! Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> oh. Which is ironic because I'm actually a twin myself. Oh, cool. oh nice. there you go. Sorry, I was just trying to keep that a little bit of a secret, but yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh. <laughs> now you have a twin sister. Yes. Interesting. Wow. But I, I've had those experiences, mother-daughter, two sisters. Oh, well, you've yeah. had the experience or you've had the fantasy? Okay, you're making me a little tingly over here. <laughs> right. I, I see you squirming a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already wet. I can feel the chair. I know I'm I've been. I've had an erection the so whole show. So have you actually experienced any of these relative-type fantasies? Yes. Oh, cool. Which one? This Father, son, yes. which was incredible. Um, brother, sister. Yeah. But I have yet to do twin boys. So if anybody wants to volunteer, feel free. (laughs) There you go. Can't help you. I love it. (laughs) Can I watch? (laughs) So are we ready? What about what about bald guys? I like every. You know what? I used to have I used to have a fantasy where I wanted a woman after I shaved my head to sit on my head and come and squirt all over. And it's no longer a fantasy because we went to a New Year's party and two girls at the party said, I'm in. So It's um, not my thing. Isn't so it I nice when people guess. volunteer? Right. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. So he got to actually experience it two times. We watched, well, one and then the other went right on. Um, and so you got it two times in the same night. Well, yeah. Who counts? <laughs> All right. So um, what are we doing here? All right. So, yes, we are. Oh. 
Um, all right, so we're coming to the end of our show, and you know we like to leave our audience with some final advice. But first, we want to remind everyone that this is the Topless Travel Show. We are Carol and David. Okay, so Miata, let's start with you. That based on your experience in a polyamorous relationship, what would be your advice to someone who's thinking about opening up their relationship to another member? And conversely, what is your advice to the new member who's going to be joining? I would say the most important thing in some of these relationships is that the girls get along. The girls have to be friends. They have to, they don't necessarily have to be lovers, but they absolutely have to be friends and they have to get along. So don't trick your wife into, you know, being with a girl. Don't try to push it. Let it happen organically. And if it doesn't, it's still okay. You can still have individual relationships with other people without them all intermingling, correct? Wow. Wow. Very good advice. Love it. And um, Skylar, you know, you're someone who just came in or recently came into the relationship. Um, What would you tell a single woman who's thinking about getting into a poly relationship? Some of the important things. Give yourself, um, like, give yourself time and acceptance uh, to learn. Uh, Ask questions. It's okay to make mistakes. Everybody makes them. You know, this is each polyamorous group or whatever is, it, it's all different. You know, everyone has their own specific needs. So I would just say take it one day at a time. Very, cool. very cool. Freya? The last words I'd from have you, to Freya. say that communication is really the biggest thing with a lot of it. Like, before you get into it, go and have a talk. If you have a partner already, go and have a talk with them. Figure out what rules they would like to go by, what kind of communication they want from you about what all you're doing, whether or not they would prefer things to be more coupley or you guys want to just branch out more individually, like figure out what it is that each person is wanting out of the polyamorous relationship before you go and try and bring in another person so that you're not as confused about what all is going on and you have an idea to go back to. You're not just trying to fly blind the entire time with someone else who may not be as experienced in the poly world and might be going off of whatever you're doing. So if everyone's trying to learn on the same time and there's one person who's completely new to it, then I just feel like that can lead to a lot more confusion that's unnecessary. Wow. Very cool. All right. So we've done 350 shows. We've been on the air over five years. We've had, I don't know, 400 guests. But this is the first show where I believe the world found out about the ins and outs of a polyamorous relationship. Girls, thank you so much, so much for being here. Yes, and thank you for having us. And before we go, come and book a cruise with Topless Travel. I can tell you that we have had the best time on these cruises. We've met fantastic people. Everyone is so open. So yes, absolutely come, come, come. Yay. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And like we do every week, uh, we want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. Yes, and join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I and Freya and Sue and Skylar send you lots of love and great sex. And of course... Stay safe, everybody, and stay sexy. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the Topless Travel Show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. 
We've got another episode of the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, but you just might have the best sex ever. Yeah, yeah.